spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Tuesday. Sports and programs brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's <laughs> Ethics Award. You had to think about it, Becky Wood. Well, you know, I, today's my Friday. Oh, are you done? Oh, really? Yeah, today's my Friday. Okay. Right. And by that, I mean tomorrow I still have to do some voiceovers. That's not a big deal. But then I have to drive all day on uh, Thursday. California? To go to California so I can... Watch my son play hockey against other parents who are like, why are we doing this on Thanksgiving? <laughs> it's, uh, there's a game on Thanksgiving. We have a game Thanksgiving. We have a game Friday. Why do game they Friday do night. that? I don't get it. Why? Uh, it's hockey. Yeah. It's, okay. my, my brother told me this. Wait till he gets to AAA, which is, he started late in life, but he's going to be in AAA next year. He goes, you will never have a holiday ever again. He goes, Chad, do you remember how many games I played on Christmas Day? Several. Like, all over the world. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And Thanksgiving's a big one. And I got his schedule for parts of next year. Hey, they're in a holiday he doesn't play on. I'm like, why can't you play on regular days? I don't get that. Really? That's weird. Well, so, uh, and the places year. are packed, by the way. You go to these places, you think, oh, it's only going to be us. It is a zoo. Yeah, so. but they all had Thanksgiving first. Then they came to watch the match. Well, the match. Fun. Very nice. I'll tell Jack you said that. Right. She thought you were playing a match. It's a game. Yeah. Is it a game? It's that was a match, match you know, game. game. You know, well, who knows what the Cardinals did last night? Oh, was, was that awful. a game? Was no. that a match? I don't know. No, they, it was they, a butt they Amber Heard at the bed for sure. Oh, geez. Did you have to go down the Amber Heard thing? It was fecal matter. Okay. <laughs> Boy, I can't tell it's his last show. Can you, Becky Lynn? Not at all. Okay, let's get back into it. Are nasty politics in the U.S. making you think about leaving? All right, so it's interesting. There's. Uh, I saw this on ABC 15. Uh so they've got uh, this story out about uh, a couple, and they said, you know what? I can't, I can't take the politics in America anymore. I can't take hearing about politics over and over everywhere I go anymore. So this couple picked up. Uh, they had never been to Rocky Point, Mexico, uh, and that's where they are now. You have been there on a few occasions. Right. And, and I'll tell you, yes, I have. And I'll tell you, I wasn't going to Rocky Point. I, I, I was one of those guys, came to Arizona in the late 90s and heard about Mexico. And I said, I hear Rocky Point fun. I will never go. I remember you saying that yeah. on this very show. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And then I got married. And my wife had been to Rocky Point a lot. Because, uh, you know, the kids loved it. And it's, it's, it's easy to go to. It's four hours away. And so... Um, I said, no, no, I think it's too dangerous. And she said, you don't know what you're talking about. And she was right, because I'd never gone. And so we had a wedding there. Uh, uh, our family was having a, a wedding there. And we went, and it was great. And we go all the time now. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Uh, you have to be smart, just like anywhere else in, in America. You've got to be smart where you, you know not to go at certain times and all that kind of stuff. But uh, Rocky Point, how about, could you imagine... Getting a home in Rocky Point or getting a condo in Rocky Point, you're four hours outside of Phoenix, and it's an easy drive, by the way. I've done it a million times. I've never once been harassed or stopped or anything like that. Uh, and they have this family has moved uh, from uh, the desert here in Phoenix to, to Mexico, and it's because of the rhetoric. And so here's the thing for me, guys, and I don't know about you. I can turn it off. I, I don't, I don't, after six o'clock, I don't go home and watch Fox News or CNN. That's the last thing I ever want to yeah. do. No. When I get together with my friends, I'll just be honest, we don't talk politics. And the reason we don't is because we probably would get in a fight. 
I don't. Uh, and I don't watch don't do any it. of these things. No. I don't care to watch any of them. I can shut that uh, down. Yeah, I do. I go home at night, and we, my family and I, like tonight, we're because you know we'll have like a family movie night because I'm off tomorrow, so I'll stay up a little bit later. You gonna watch a horror flick? Uh, no, man. Okay. I, there's a couple good things okay. coming out. Some some great Christmas right. movies, mm-hmm. but okay. uh, uh, Violet Night looks awesome. <laughs> uh, but uh, the I just I just I don't need it, and uh, you know the World Cup's on, so I'm not watching anything. I mean, the world could be coming to an end somewhere else. Yeah. And if there's a game going on in Qatar or whatever it's called, I'm watching it. Yeah, I think there are times where you where you are watching and listening to what's happening in this country. And, you know, for example, uh, it could be January 6th. And right around there, you're, you know, right around just January 6th, you're like, you see both sides going back and forth. It yeah. wasn't a big deal. It was a big deal. No, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. And you're like, what? what? Uh, that's, but, but again, does that last... No, there, there's always this cycle because, as you always say, Chad, uh, we look at the next next thing and boom, we're on to yeah, the next we, story. We, we don't forget. have a long attention span for a lot of these things. Yeah. I, so this couple has moved out of Phoenix and they're living in Rocky Point. It's they said it's the place is modest. It's comfortable. Uh, you know, they love the ocean. There's less traffic and they're focused on just, you know, they go on on walks on the beach. And, and that's all great. But they do it because of the, I guess, the political climate. And I would just argue, you don't, you can get away from that. You can turn your phone off. Twitter when people have my Twitter. Hey, right? guess what? When I'm not on Twitter, which, by the way, I just want to let you get still running. Uh, Twitter is, uh, yeah. but you could just turn it off and move on with your life. Yeah, you know, you don't have to do it. You're making a choice. Like I told you, when I leave, you know, early in the morning. Although I left so early today, that wasn't. But normally, when I turn left to exit the my little area where I come out, mm-hmm. there is a big house on the corner, and they've got giant windows, and they're always up at like two or three in the morning. And what's on Fox News? Yeah. And when I come home at night, what's on Fox News? That thing probably. Ne- it's like one of those things where it reminds you every four hours. Are you still watching this program? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yes, 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 yes. But, but, You're kidding. Hannity's going to say something. Yeah, but but the people that that you're talking about, just the, the house near you, that's their that's their life. It is their life. I'm not ripping them. You can do whatever you want with your life. But the I don't thing care. is, they take their life out to family and friends everywhere else, and those are the people that end up going. I just don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I got to escape this. But yeah, but there there are people on the other side of it too that will watch CNN. Oh all, God, like, I'll give you my or brother. MSNBC. My brother old Dave will watch CNN because he's a total liberal. And he'll continue to watch it and watch it and watch it. It drives him crazy, but he it would drive him crazy not to watch it. For me, I, I don't need to watch it. Some time back, my mom and mother-in-law both, because they're they both live alone, right? And they watch a lot of TV. And I would say this has been 10, 15 years ago. They would sit and watch the news all day long. Yeah. They would change from CNN to Fox to MSNBC. I mean, they'd watch all of it. And they... We're inundated by it, and sometimes my husband would kind of poke at his mom a little bit to get her going, yeah. and it would set her off. And Wait, she like would, he would he like, would do it kind of for fun because he thought it was funny to watch her get all fired up. And I told him when I said, "Stop doing that," because honestly, they're older. Yeah. <laughs> she might have a heart attack. She would get so upset. Yeah, and I told my mom, "You've got to stop sitting." And having a constant diet of this. Yeah, yeah that's, and that's just it, because it, I think it starts to, it eats you up. It does. That was the problem. And now she watches Gunsmoke day in and day out. Which is why her and I are best friends. That's right. That's why they made my TV. 
Right? Like for pay. Hey, I want to go back and I love the mindless. I'll watch Emergency. I'll watch Adam 12. Uh-huh. I'll watch all because I don't care about all the other insanity. And if I need to know it, I live at a time where I can go to a thing called the Internet and figure it out myself. Yeah. You got to have distractions. Yeah. You know, you've got it. But uh, Becky Lynn, some people's hobby is to watch that stuff. I know, but it's not good for your it's mental bad. health. No. I do not think I, it is. I it, think if oh. I think if you watch Fox News all day, you're angry. If you watch anything all day. Well, my other example, I think if you watch CNN, you're, you're angry. Bored. Well, you're bored too. <laughs> yeah. But but if you watch that stuff all the time, well, their job is to make you outraged. And if you find that to be entertaining. I, I think you're kind of lying to yourself. I think, I think you find it annoying, but yeah. you just can't turn away. Whereas, I mean, you and I do this for a living, but we're not a political show. We talk about the issues inside of politics. Like, right. we'll talk about the border. We'll talk about education. Do I like talking about candidates? No. 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 If I never mentioned Carrie Lake again, that'd be great. Well, she needs to stop flirting with you with all those emails. Yeah, stop sending me emails. <laughs> no, but you and I, we're going to talk later about Chris Lee. We're going to talk about a bunch of different yeah, things. I don't want to talk about Joe Biden. Oh, God. He's no. the worst. He's I mean, 80, by the way. He's 80. Happy uh, birthday. It's, but it's it's stuff like that. It's like, okay, sometimes you got to just turn that off. Yeah. And I think that, you know, and we go back to the story that we, we, we began, you know, talking about. There's a couple from the Valley that said the political climate inside the United States made us move to Rocky Point. And I would say, is that really the reason? You well, really can't shut it down? You really, all you hear is politics? You can blame that. I think the reality is, too, it's probably very affordable. They probably have a modest income. They sold their house. Yeah. And so, so you can go down there and live very well because in Mexico City, people are upset there because they're, they're all the, as they said, all the white people are moving to Mexico City hmm. uh, because they're able to go there and get a beautiful apartment, pay virtually nothing. And if you can remote work and you make fifty or $100,000 a year of remote working in Mexico City, Why don't you, you do are Living a dream. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And then when you're done, you go out to the beach. How great is that? Oh, boy. Goodness me. Yeah. 50 grand, you live in San Diego, you might be living on the actual <laughs> sand itself because you're homeless. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I think they call those people digital nomads. That's right. Yeah. So you, you get paid U.S. dollars, right? Because you're working from from your home, wherever yeah. that may be, whatever country that is. You're getting paid U.S. dollars. But guess what? You're living in Rocky Point? It's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. We can totally do to that, make this, uh, We need to bring this show to Rocky Point. We should, we should do a show live. Uh, live from Rocky Point. Point. It's the Gatos and Chad show. Love it. Okay. We could get that band group of, of what, what are they called? I don't want to say it wrong because you already oh, yelled at us. Firme. Firme? Firme. F-I-R-M-E. Firme. Firme. They were on uh, Monday Night Football. Oh, they were, man. They had tubas. He, was, he wasn't lying. <laughs> Coming up next. <laughs> Why do reality TV stars always end up in jail? Did you hear the latest? I did. These guys ended up in like 15 years in jail? Yeah. I used to watch that show. We'll talk about it. The Gatos and Chad Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. So uh, I, I used to watch this uh this show when, when it was on, Chris, uh, Chris Lee Knows Best. Did yeah. you guys ever My watch wife that? watched it, and I'd walk in and go, who are these people? Okay. Heard of it, never seen it. Okay. I actually said, like, he's married to a woman? What is that? <laughs> what are you saying? Well, I just thought he was a... Did you think he was gay? Yeah. Okay. Did you not think he... Uh, I don't know. I never really got that. Yeah. So I couldn't tell. What did he ever do? Was he a fashion designer? Uh, he was a crook. 
Besides that, so uh, he he was sentenced to prison. Yes, for like fifteen years, and his wife was sentenced for pr- to prison. So I used to watch this show, and I got to tell you, it was funny. Like, like some of these, didn't there, his mom lived with him, right? Yeah, his mom's hilarious, and they got a couple kids, right? They're spoiled brats. Yeah, they're so. This is like I don't know if you ever. So this the reality TV star Todd Chrisley sentenced twelve years. Julie, the wife, seven years. Bank fraud and tax evasion. And the funniest thing, not the funniest thing, the most interesting thing, when I would watch this show, it was all about them trying to get the best out of their kids and protect, like almost overprotecting them, right? Yeah. They just screwed all their children. Yeah. They, de- they, they decided to launder money. They decided to you know, tax evade. And, and now their kids have to grow up with no parents. They're yeah. both in jail. Yeah, see, it's a... Uh, what uh, a farce that whole thing they, was. They were taking out loans. They'd falsify documents, right. take out tons of loans. They got They're $30 criminals. million in loans. And then they filed bankruptcy. And then they didn't tell everybody. They falsified their tax records to say that they weren't really making any money on the show, which they absolutely were. And now it's, they're going to go to jail. You know what's crazy, though? What? They, that was, what, $20 million, $30 million? I was looking. I'm going, wow. Elizabeth Elizabeth Holmes was just sentenced to 11 years, and she stole a billion dollars and <laughs> lied to a whole bunch of people. I'm like, wow. Isn't yeah, that weird? That, that, yeah. That but, does not seem no, the same. No, that does not compute at all. No. The, the interesting thing about this show is you're watching, like, the most entitled people, right? Oh, God, you're watching the richest people, their kids, you They're know. They're gaudy. Kid used to say, oh, that's Gucci, right? That yeah, was the yeah. thing he used to say. Like, like, you know, one of the kids turned 17, gets, you know, a Ferrari, Right. They're oh, the kind oh, of uh, my my sweet 16 MTV thing yeah. I always feel oh, like. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, got yeah, the yeah. DJ so-and-so, and we got, you know, we got the Beatles back together for my kid, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> but you watch it, and, and you watch it, and you know that some of it is, of course, scripted, and then some of it is just very off-the-cuff and funny. And But you're watching, what you're doing, you're watching the, like, supposedly, the richest people in America, and you're watching how that family gets gets along. And that, but and and they're all very likable, even though they are spoiled rotten. Yeah, they're but, awful. And they, but then the thing is, you find out they're crooks. Yeah. Then you watch them like I didn't watch it. Well, you never meet your heroes. We but, should start keeping a list of the reality I got stars. One. That, oh, do you? Yeah, I got some. So everybody that goes on reality television, they they all end up divorced, dead, in jail, like Hulk Hogan had a reality show. His family was great. He was married forever. As soon as they did, went on TV, they got divorced. His kid ended up killing another another person and going to jail. Uh, the Octomom, remember that one? Did you ever watch The Octomom? Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. But she, I'll see. She got a she, show. She I was going to say, she had the babies, then she got a show, yes, right? Yes, of course. Okay. Uh, Housewives of New Jersey, they're all in jail. The Kardashians, how many times did Kim get divorced on that show? Right, uh, that was part of the show. I was, yeah, it was that kind of. That was part I don't of know thing. how many basketball players you can marry and divorce mm. in a season. Uh, well, we're going to find out. We are going to find out. How many different times can we look at Chloe and say, "Is that really Chloe?" Yeah, but these. It's wow, so- you look just like OJ, your dad. <laughs> but there were others too. What was the um, the family that had all the kids, and then one of them oh, God, got convicted the, the, for pedophilia? Twenty eight oh. and counting. Or whatever yeah, it was? Oh. there was that group, and then there was the dance moms. Remember uh, Abby Lee? She oh. Ended up going she to prison over yeah. something, oh, or, the, or the, all those in counting, man. That's the lady. It's a it's a womb, not a clown car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stick with Bachelor in Paradise. That's awesome. But oh, there's always some lunacy there. It's like crazy. one of those always ends up being a murderer. I know, right? But the the yeah, because oh god, 
all of those people, like Honey Boo Boo, remember that show? Oh, Didn't yeah. her I'm, mother or somebody end up? No, but they should have. They always oh. thought they were going there, right? No, I'm not watching right? that. Like one. Honey Boo Boo, was her? It was her husband, right? Maybe it was. It was like maybe it was, it was Cracky McCrackerson. Somebody. It was just <sighs> Honey Boo Boo. I I tend to float around the reality shows. I yeah. don't actually watch them. I just get yeah. enough of what's yeah. needed to know to be. <laughs> you look for a little while. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhat entertaining. Like, it's like, a car wreck. It's, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, now I feel nauseous. I'm going to move on to something else. That's right. Yeah, the Chrisleys. The Chrisleys. Twelve years and seven years. Bank fraud and tax evasion. Going to jail. Boy, for two two people who really said on television how much they love their children, they just left them all hanging out They just took all their uh, homes, I guess, too, to pay back $17 million. Wow. Uh, What will he do when he gets out? uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. I know, right? Right? And he's like, I'm I swear to you, if I did not have Botox, you could really see how pissed off I am. (laughs) Becky Lynn's got the news. We're going to interrupt it. We call it Holding Up the Headlines next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30. You know what that means. Snark! It's time for us to be a bit snarky as we hold up the headlines. With those headlines, here's Becky Lynn. Arizona votes. All the votes in Arizona have been counted. Three races are heading to an automatic recount. The race for attorney general triggered a recount with Democrat Chris Mays leading her Republican opponent, Abe Hamaday, by 510 votes. Allie Bones with the Secretary of State's office explains before the recounts can happen, the counties need to canvas their results and then... On December 5th, the Secretary, the Governor, the Attorney General and the Chief Justice of the Arizona Supreme Court will certify the statewide canvas. The race for superintendent of public instruction and one legislative race also fell within the margin of a recount. Taylor Tesler, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. So the two big races that are going to be recounted, the Arizona Attorney General's Office and the Superintendent of Public Instruction. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's going to be Tom Horn, Superintendent of Public Instruction, and Chris Mays, Mays, the Democrat, as the AG. I think if anyone had a prayer, it would be... The AG with Ben Hamadade, uh, Abe Froman, or whatever you call him. Abe Froman. Yeah. Abe uh, Hamadade. Yeah, yeah. 510 votes. That, that would be the only one that you would have a prayer. The other one is it's just. It's no. over. It's over. Yeah. And I think both are over. I think the recount will show that. Uh, but you have to recount it. And that's a good, that's a good thing. When it gets that close and it's under 15,000 votes. Yeah, the AGs was under five, was under almost five hundred votes. Yeah. December. Transparency, people. You, the better you make it for everybody, the better it's going to be for them to get past this insanity we see. Yeah, holding up the headlines. A majority of American adults have delayed a financial milestone like home renovations, buying a car, or furthering education. That's according to a new study by personal finance company Bankrate. Financial analyst Greg McBride says you can blame inflation. Inflation has really stretched household budgets. The more money that's going in. To necessities that have seen the biggest price increases, the shelter, food, energy, all the less discretionary spending that's left over. McBride adds they also found many Americans are cutting back on smaller purchases, which can also have a negative economic impact. Now, we spent enough money in 2020. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are turned off by the fact that they're still not sure if they order something today and like a house thing, because we're still waiting to finish some of the stuff that we need because we can't get it. That's the other frustrating thing. Mm. 
Um, and we were talking off the air about the economy and what to expect in 2023. You think it's going to be a, a, a pretty volatile ride? Well, it is. HP just laid off uh, 12% of their workforce, Eesh. so that is not a good look. So, so I think next year what we're thinking of is people are going to start losing their jobs. Yeah. And that's what happens mostly that's when how a recession. Recession really comes about. Holding up the headlines. Mexico is our state's number one trading partner, and our neighbors in the South are hoping to keep that relationship going strong. Mexico's ambassador to the U.S., Esteban Moctezuma Barragan, tells me there are many ways in which Arizona and Mexico are closely connected. Everything related to society, economy, culture, uh, food. He met with Governor-elect Katie Hobbs yesterday to talk about that. He's hopeful that under her leadership, Mexico and Arizona can partner on various projects, including working to not just improve water distribution. But to produce more water, fresh water. And that can be done with technology, that can be done with infrastructure. Grisel the Satino, KTAR News. All right, so I got an idea. Mm. We're going to trade the Cardinals for Club America <laughs> or Pachuca, anything but what we have now. Now, I think it'd be a great thing. They could play it Azteca. It'll be a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, and and that way we have a team that wins. I, I said on Twitter last night, um, Hobbs, what she should do first thing when she gets in office, try and secure the border by not letting the Cardinals back over it. No, oh, it's not bad. Especially after yesterday. What kind of uh, big dumpster do you put in Whatever that? Whatever you want. And then set it on fire? That was pretty <laughs> much it last night. No, I think it's good that Hobbs is meeting with, with you know, folks from Mexico. It's Absolutely. very important. It's water. It's border security. These are the meetings that she should be having before she gets into office and is, is put in uh, in January. So, you know, that's a good first meeting from uh, Governor-elect Katie Hobbs. We're holding up the headlines. Thanksgiving travel rush is on. Traveling this Thanksgiving? You're not alone. AAA predicts nearly 49 Nine million people will hit the roads, up 0.4% from last year. American Delta and United all expect to serve about 6 million customers this week. James Sullivan and his wife flew out of Chicago O'Hare on Monday and said freedom from the pandemic spurred their travel. There's going to be a lot of people that miss families, such as we did, you know, for a couple years. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says airport delays and cancellations should be minimal. Definitely in better shape than we were this summer. Derek Dennis, ABC News. The only good thing about COVID is you could use it as an example not to see family on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And now that's out the window. Yeah. That's you really terrible. You know, you got to go. You got to go. And you're going to be in the airport with uh, with millions of people and then you're going to get to your destination and the, there's the family and then you're going to fight and you're not going to have a good time. You're going to pay a fortune and then you're going to get delayed coming back to Phoenix. is going to be a disaster. Wow. Uh, Scrooge started early. Wow. This Hold up the headlines. mean. It's every day at 3.30. Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt. React to the day's top stories with a little bit of... Snark! Up next. That's like shark, but snark. Yes. I, I, I did get that. Mm, snark! Cardinals got crushed in Mexico City. Oh, did they ever? Paul Calvisi was there. He's the card sideline reporter. Let's see if he's got anything juicy for us. You know, a coach got fired today. Was nah, it the coach it we were all hoping for? No. It's coming up next. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Gatos and Chad. Brought to you by Day and Night Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Serving the Valley for 40 years. The difference is day and night. All right, at 345 or so after every Arizona Cardinals game. Paul Calvisi, Pauly Pigskin, the Cardinals sideline reporter, joins us. Pauly, back from Mexico. How are you? 
I brought back my own oxygen tank. It was 7,300 feet up there, and it was a long walk to the locker room uphill both ways. So uh, I'm still panting a little bit. Got to work on the cardio. That's my takeaway. Well, all I know is it looks like the 49ers get around just fine out there. (laughs) You know what was ridiculous about that? And and look, I'm just going to say this, that they went to Colorado Springs for three, four, five days, right? But all the science says you need 10, 12, two weeks worth of days up there to get the truly red blood cell count up and your cardio and the oxygen and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know that really had any impact on anything, I'll be honest with you. In fact, I thought they were going to come out maybe just maybe flat because the head coach made them practice in 20 degrees, single digits a night with snow in Colorado Springs instead of San Jose. But obviously, uh, they made a halftime adjustment, scored 21 answered in the second half, and they looked very physical doing it going away. Paulie, I got to say this. I, I mentioned it to you last week. You know, as a Cardinals fan, I it bothers me that Kyler Murray didn't play. It bothers me that on the most important game of the season, he has a hamstring injury. So what? He can't throw the ball. He doesn't have to run around like he always does. Is he really that injured to sit out a game against the Rams and the Niners? Because I got to tell you, as a fan, and and I'm not, you know, I don't know everything that, that you know because you're with the team. It just, it just shows me they paid him a ton of money. He's just not that tough. He doesn't want to play unless he's 100%. And, and I think there are a lot of Cardinals fans that feel that, that way. I get it. I, I truly get it. Two weeks ago, I saw him in practice, and when the guys, they would do the warm-ups, but then when they turned to give a burst to actually sprint, he would walk away. So you knew he was hurting. This last week, he actually participated much more. He actually had a burst, and he was doing the 10-yard wow. sprint. So I'm wow. thinking, okay, perhaps he's tracking to play. Maybe. But, guys, you know, the hamstring, all it takes is that one quick twitch movement, and then you are done for the year. Yeah, but they're already done for the year now. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, here's the thing. He's not Cole McCoy in that he doesn't have the ability to snap the ball in 1.8 seconds, find his second or third read, and get rid of it. His game is extending the play, using the athleticism, eyes downfield, on the move. So his game is different than a Cole McCoy, who at 36 is going to beat you with his mind and the decision-making. That's not Kyler. But where's the well, gun? Well, there's no not athleticism yet. Colt last yeah. night, and he got hit yeah. and beat like a rented mule. You're so. right. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? It's actually a really valid point, because here's where I'll agree with you guys, okay. that if Kyler does go, he earns a lot of credit in that locker room. If you play hurt, like Colt McCoy spent a lot of time with that knee injury, and not a lot of time. He went into the medical tent two weeks ago, came out, and finished the game. He spent a lot of time in the medical tent last night because he was he's a crash test dummy out there at times behind four backup offensive linemen. So I will agree with you guys that if Kyler plays, mm. when he's not 100%, like any quarterback, you will earn a lot of respect in that room. And I think that is vital the last six games of the year. Yeah. Well, I'll, I don't know about you, but uh, are we still making offense uh, great again? Are we still doing that? <laughs> <laughs> and it, that's going to have to be with a, a coach that, that, you know, throwing the ball three feet to somebody is not a running game. But is it really the play calling, guys? Did you see the Cardinals' offensive line getting blowed up at the point of attack? Is well, it really the it. play calling? I saw you know, somebody not tackle somebody. Yes, exactly. And, and we heard Buda Baker after the game. Buda Baker, when asked point blank, did they play that? And Buda's all about love. Yeah. yeah, let me play Buda Baker. Okay. Buda Baker, Cardinal safety. Ask this question, listen to the answer. Paul Calvisi's joining us. I feel like guys played till the end. Play- Did guys play till the end? That's the question. I feel like guys played till the end. Played hard till the end. No, I don't. 
Uh, so he says, no, the guys were letting up. And we saw, you know, George Kittle caught a touchdown pass, but he ran it in on the left side. And there was a Cardinals player who decided, well, I'm not going to try and hit him. Uh, we're already losing. Uh, it, it, I guess I guess they quit or, or they were so tired or I, I don't know. But, man, I got to tell you, this for all I, I this team might not win another game all year. Look, you have no idea what's happened in the next six games, but if guys stop tackling, if guys stop putting their bodies on the line and the willingness to play full contact, full speed football, you're right. You could end out on a losing skid. Guess what? That's what happened in 2018. And it's contagious. When you look around, you go, oh, wait a minute. He's not willing to put his body on the line. Why should I? Right. If he's in self-preservation mode, then why am I? It's like, you know, it's like in the office place. Oh, wait a minute. Hanrahan is taking a three-hour lunch. Why not me? Absolutely. That's what it is because this is a job. slap shot reference there. I love that. You know, it's... And look, Buda Baker is the one guy who can stand up and hold everyone accountable. You saw it in Hard Knocks. Nobody plays harder than no. Buda Baker. No. no, He is the standard. And okay. you know what, guys? I was in that locker room before any of the media, and I'm doing the post-game radio interviews there, Paulie Pencilneck, and I'm standing over in the corner, and I'm watching Buda Baker work the room. So when he had something to say after the game, I wasn't surprised because I was real curious from afar watching him talking to different groups of players in that locker room. What exactly is he saying? What is the message? And I think you just got a sense of what he's trying to tell everyone don't quit and and if you do guess what you're going to subject yourself to the wrath of buddha hey 30 seconds was the halftime show everything that you dreamed it was going to be <laughs> it was pretty dang good in fact they extended halftime by another six minutes so i had a tap dance on the air oh, nice. you know I'm, I'm trying to enjoy the entertainment and talk ball with drew stanton we should have just taken this full we just should have taken the audio over the cardinals radio network i agree with you guys yeah that is beautiful yeah i love that all right paulie we'll talk to you next week man thanks all right gentlemen have a good Thanksgiving. You've been listening to Pink Skin with Polly on the Gatos and Chad Show. Brought to you by Day and Night Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Serving the Valley for 40 years. The difference is day and night. Those guys are awesome. Now, who are these guys again? Group of Group of Fremen and uh, who are they? Group of FEMA? They're what? They're what? The biggest? They're one of the the top two or three big bands in Mexico. In Mexico. Okay. They're not even close. Those guys are awesome. They have so many accordions and trumpets and trombones. I, I wish they played the entire first half. I wish they would have played for the Cardinals. It might have been better. Coming up next, Hobbs. Start that guy quarterback. She wants Biden to do something. We'll tell you about it next.